want to bring one point today. We're three years old. A year ago, we moved to, we had our show at the Pocket Sandwich Theater, and we moved to the Old House Barbecue. So welcome to Alexandra and Friends today. Yes. We are now in our new studio, the Purple, Purple Cow, Cow Branding, and that is located in Farmer's Branch at 13612 Midway Road, Unit 601, Farmer's Branch, and we'd love to invite you to come and join us the fr- First and last Saturday of every month to tape our podcast. Good morning. Good morning, morning Miss Marshall. Morning, How Ms. are you? Good. Good to see you. How do you like our studio? Isn't oh, it beautiful? Well, you know, I already said it's so personal. It is personal. You know, make yes. you feel like you're at home when you come in. The lights are bright. The colors are bright. Oh, well, you know, so you Alexander and Francis is bright. We're bright yeah. people, right? Yeah. Yes. Happy. 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 Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Well, before we go any further, let's talk for just a second and uh-huh. listen to the Pledge of Allegiance by the Clark family. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Wow. That makes your heart really yearn because our country is in such a mixture right now. There's nothing more beautiful than the Pledge of Allegiance. We have an exciting morning today. Uh, In-house, right now, in our studio, there's three amazing women. We have three amazing authors. And I'm going to ask Miss Elena Glassman to come and sit with us in just a second because we have ever three authors and three different kind of authors. Ms. Yes. Marshall, what do you think? Good morning. How are you? Oh, good morning. I'm doing good. I'm glad to be here this morning. Wow. Glad to be so here. you are going you are an author and yes. we, this I, is her new cover, cover on her book. Yes. Shortcuts and Practical Ways to Survive Truly Marriage. Excited. Yay. And yes. we have Miss Elena Glassman and hopefully she comes and joins us for a few minutes. But we have three authors and I cannot believe that Rob's not here today. Rob Liss Hi, is Rob. our our, uh, our host, and the he is uh, the CEO of the uh-huh. Purple Cow mm-hmm. Branding Studio, where we are now. But yes. God, I'm so excited. So before we go any further, let's yes. go ahead and open with our prayer for the morning. Okay. And then how about you take it and we go from there and then we'll come back and visit with our guests. Oh, that we so have today. I'm so guests. excited. Oh, I'm so goodness. and I'm not gonna tell her name yet okay, until yeah. you come back. We're not gonna okay. The necklace, even though we can see her. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this wonderful woman. Um, so glad to have her. Father God, in the name of Jesus, how we thank you for this awesome podcast. We thank you for the listeners, the Heavenly Father that you have out there who's coming and and join us as we introduce your people to the world, the Heavenly Father. We thank you that we're so grateful that they have the time to come and share their story and their life journey. We honor you, Father, and we thank you for the podcast today. We thank you for our producer, and we thank you for a host. We thank you for the co-host, which is myself, the Heavenly Father, and all the listeners and the ones who's here, the Heavenly Father. Thank you for your time that you come and join us, and we love you, and we give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Shalom, shalom. Wow, what a good, beautiful morning. Thank you so yes. much for that prayer. I want to thank Michael Clark. He's our producer who does an amazing job. But I'm inviting Elena Glassman, well, who is hi. our other author, coming on board. She happened to stop by, and we love people to stop by. And yes. guess what? Three authors in one studio at one time. And there are three different world authors. Yes. I mean, I'm talking about from the Torah to marriage. To Liberia. Wow. Where do you go? Good morning, Ms. Glassman. How are you? I'm doing great. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom to you. How are you? And thank you, Alexandra. She loves to promote good authors and support our amazing community. And uh, my book is called Torah Tasting. And each week we follow the weekly portion that Jewish people around the world, no matter where they are, that we read the same portion. Isn't that so oh, yeah. that cool? That is absolutely I just love wonderful. That. Yeah. And uh, this week's portion is on generations. Well, my it's gosh. On legacy. Well, it's about our children. And God over and over and over and over says, tell your children 
tell your children and their children that it will always remember the grace of God and the mercy of God. That's right. Amen. And Amen. Uh, so anyway, and there's well, a lot of wisdom and nuggets and, and just treasures in the yeah. Torah, the first five books of Moses, that we all should be reading it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, got absolutely. all the answers of life. Of life, yeah. yes. Helena, thank you for joining us for a little bit. I want to make sure that we introduce, I want, I'm glad, can you imagine in one room having three amazing authors and our guest of honor today is of course Jen Johnson who is an amazing she just finished writing she's co co-writer with Johnson and Mellish who is the story of a gentleman in Liberia and the the book is called No Small Thing a memoir of uncommon courage through the Liberian civil wars and I and there's something that's bringing me on this because right now we have several wars throughout the world yes and Including in Liberia, always, mm -hmm. you know, which is amazing. So, welcome, Miss Johnson. Well, thank you so much for being here today. You. I'm happy to be here. So, you get to meet two other authors at the same yes. time in one same day. Yes. How is you that? Know, we met already. She was at a book fair event. And what was so amazing was my kids performed there. and But I didn't know she was there. I just happened to walk by the table and I looked down. First, I seen the presence of her sweetness coming out like and I was like oh she's a beautiful woman I looked down and there was the book I went oh my god oh my god oh my god I have your book are you the <laughs> author and she said yes that's how we connected but yes. anyway she is amazing and this book right here when I opened up the first page is tear jerky because mm. wow. Daniel is Amazing man. If you're not a believer of God, you yeah. need to get this book and what it takes to believe the journey that you own in life and how, why you go through that journey mm. and how he gets you through. But this And this is me. a true story. Yes. It's a true story. Well, Ms. Johnson, come on board. Tell us who you are, what you're doing, and thank you for being here today. Yes. And and I'm, gl I'm glad that God works in mysterious ways. Look at this. Three beautiful ladies and three beautiful authors, and at the same time, three different worlds. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Well, um, this this project has taken a long time, a lot of time and effort, but it's been so well worth it. I've, I've been excited for five years plus about it. Um, we live in Texas now. I was actually born in the Midwest, and my husband and I met in college, and um, we live in in the Dallas area now. So tell us, uh, are you married? Do you have children? Yeah, 45 have years. 45 <laughs> years. Oh, my gosh. 45 years of marriage. Two sons? adult children. Yeah, two adult sons and two precious daughters-in-law and this little group of five grandkiddos. Oh, that is oh, wonderful. That's awesome. Well, we have this book in our hands today, which huh? is called No Small Thing, A Memoir of Uncommon Courage Through the Liberian Civil Wars. Tell us a little bit how you got how you got to write this book, why you wrote it, and what is the background of this? I was um, there was this very energetic gentleman in our Sunday school class named Andy, and he told Andy us what? Andy, Andy Perkins. Perkins, and we had him yeah. on our show. Oh my yes. God! You might yes. remember him. Yes, we was our yes. guest. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh! Yes, one of the greatest stories ever told. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, my he, Lord. He told us about the uh, charity that he'd founded called Best Way, which serves children and uh, families in Liberia, yes. West Africa. Yes. And they had a benefit dinner to raise funds. So we went to that and heard more about what they do and how they operate. We were so impressed that we became supporters of the ministry. And then he was. we were just chatting in the hallway at church one Sunday, and he was telling me about, well, you should meet the the man who runs things there in Liberia. He's amazing. Born on the Firestone rubber plantation. He survived the two you know, years and years of civil war, two wars. And I, my mouth is kind of hanging open. And he said, somebody needs to write his life story. Oh, oh, I can, I, let me do that. So he let me wow. go with the next time he had a group going to Liberia. I got to go with him as what I thought would be the embedded reporter. Okay. I thought, well, you know, they're they're going to be doing stuff, but I'm going to be interviewing Daniel the whole time. <laughs> yeah, not exactly. Daniel was so busy. We spent our time going here and there. We went to an orphanage, and uh, we went to the police station to uh, drop off some donated uniforms. We had 
we went to had some meetings with local officials. We went to the clinic and the hospital and the old folks' home. And all this time, I'm getting more and more edgy. I'm not working. I'm not accomplishing anything. Mm. I'm wasting my time. Mm, that's what you was thinking, right? <laughs> yes, it was. Mm. But about uh, five or six days into the trip, yes. all of a sudden, we, all of our appointments were done, and I had time to sit with Daniel and get some of his stories. I made voice recordings and took notes. Ms. Johnson, maybe interview, just intersect here for a second. Yes. Tell us about the organization that you were with. That oh, you yes. Were visiting. Best, Best way. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and what, what is it there? What's their purpose there? What they do is they started in 2008 uh, hiring local women, buying local groceries to feed 150 children who were orphaned or just didn't have, there was not enough food. And uh, it's grown since then to around 1,200 children at three different centers where they, women cook and serve food for them. And they've since added uh, medical care. Kids get sick or injured, they can go to a clinic. We su- support that. Mm-hmm. And then also uh, sponsoring children for school, yes. for their school expenses. Because yes. educating this generation is the best way to make Things better for the for future. The future. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Wow, that's amazing. So you went to write a. So you actually went to interview uh, this gentleman mm-hmm. and to write the story. So um, you. It seems like you did an amazing job because I'm reading this book is absolutely oh, dynamic. Amazing it's an amazing Thank job. You. It's so, so vivid when you read it. So vivid. You're listening to Alexander and Friends six. six Six sixty, the answer. That's where I came from. <laughs> you listen to Alexander and friends. Please be sure and go and prescribe to prescribe or subscribe to our podcast, alexanderandfriends.com, or our Facebook, Alexander and Friends and Company, and tell us you like us so that we can bring wonderful, wonderful yes, writers and yes. guests just like this yes. three that we have today. So tell us a little bit. So what happened when you got there, and what made you write a book about this man? Because sometimes you write about something or somebody because there is a reason. Now, she wrote about marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, Elena wrote about the Torah. And you're writing about Liberia. Yes. Well, as I did research and talked with Daniel and um, learned more about the the wars that he went through, he and his entire family, his wife and all, all of their children, survived the war. But about a quarter million of their countrymen did not. They were just huge, and most of the casualties were civilians, non-combatants. Mm-hmm. Um, and D- Daniel is an obscure pastor in an obscure little church in a small, war-torn, poverty-stricken nation in West Africa. He doesn't. He didn't really have a voice. And with me as an American, I have access to editors and you know the the structure to to be able to put out a book. So my passion for this story all along has been that Daniel's story speaks for those who have no voice. Yes, oh. absolutely. Yeah. And w- absolutely. let me just interset on that. Alexander and Friends, it's about life, health, wealth, well, and love. Mm-hmm. And everyone that comes to our show, they're from all walks of life, and they all have a story. Yes. So that is what I decided to bring Alexander and Friends <clears throat> to life three ah. years ago. Because I wanted to bring the stories. Yes. And, you know, all this podcast are about gadgets and things like that. I'm about bringing the person <laughs> to the story. So thank you so much for being here. Yes. So thank so you. you you went in and you sat down and you, this man, the story is tremendous because oh. it makes you cry. Oh, he told oh, me a lot yes. of, of episodes, incidents, that, that experiences that they went through. But they were in no particular order. So after I got home and transcribed everything... Mm-hmm. Um, so that I could find the information. Then I had to try to put it in chronological order. That was a challenge because the Liberian culture, they don't focus on time. They do not. The way that, that we do. Yes. Um, that we, we go around with calendars in our heads, and yes. they, they just really don't. One of the ladies on the trip, we were visiting the old folks' home. She asked one of the women there, how old are you? And the lady just told her what year she'd been born. She she wouldn't oh, focus wow. on her age at all. Wow. wow, that is amazing. That is amazing. So when you started when you started interviewing, what did you find about the, the him and the area? Was this your first trip to Liberia? Yes, it was my first wow. time out of North America. Out actually. of North oh. America. Wow, that is awesome. Whoa, that's awesome. So how how did you and him get along, and how was the 
you know, because you hear you're coming from somewhere else. Mm -hmm. How, what did he think about this when you told him you were wanting to write a book about it? I think he was excited about it. Andy had explained to him that we wanted everyone to know about his story. and um, Well, tell us all about it. <laughs> well, I, I noticed that he was in the, um, the war he fought for 13 years. Um, and now yes. there was the struggle with his family of, of uh, poverty and mm -hmm. uh, betrayal um Fear mm -hmm. I seen in the book and the things that he had to go through because of um, the family didn't have the money to buy him the uniforms means. and for oh. school and how he had to go to work and make him you know help himself mm -hmm. to get what he needed to stay in school because yes. his teacher wouldn't let him stay in school. <laughs> so I was checking that out on reference to the path that he had to make for himself. Yes, he did. So yes, yeah. so that was very very good. It was mm -hmm. very um vivid. When I read mm -hmm. your book, it placed me right there in the center of Liberia, West Africa, as mm -hmm. if I'm there, as if that I know the struggles that he had to go through this thing. It could be easily me mm. and my family. Mm -hmm. So I really enjoy the part how you made it like this is what you brought this it man to life. Yes. Oh, thank you. And you know that wasted time where I wasn't working? Yes. My work, unbeknownst to me at the time, mm -hmm. was to absorb the setting. I could never have written that book without having been there and smelled the charcoal cooking oh, fires and so good. felt the humidity oh, and so seen the red dirt roads. And seeing him in action. And seeing, seeing him, him exactly. working in action with the with the you know, with the people there mm -hmm. that he he's helping and yes. how much his life had made a difference to so many people. Oh yes. And for the you know, for the families there. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. It was amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. You can get information and he could tell me information back and forth by email. Mm-hmm. But if I'd ask him, well, tell me about what it's like to live in Liberia, it would be asking a fish what it's like to live in water. He, oh. he wouldn't have known what to tell me. Now, was he born in Liberia? Yes, he's he is like he was Rainforest. born on the the, the Firestone rubber plantation. Wow, his father worked there. Wow, wow. So he decided to go into the community and and, and become a pastor. Is that what he did? Yes, when he was trying to get an education, he um. He found work with a missionary that lived right near their home. Okay. And uh, she kind of in influenced him and helped him through school. Uh, aside from just hiring him, she she actually gave him more responsibility and supported him for Bible college when he decided to become a pastor. Wow. <laughs> so the story, so that, was he married? Did he have children? Um, after he finished Bible school, or around that same time, he, he got married and it's, it's okay. a cute love story between him and Victoria. Oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> I tell us that. a little about it. So what did, how did he develop to become such a fabulous um, <laughs> a, a pastor or leader? It's a leader because he became a leader of, of, the, of things, the community. I know yes. from all the things he's been through mm -hmm. from the beginning of this book, it starts off the struggles that he had to, you know, go through in life, this by and she watching his them family. very well. Yes, <laughs> watching his mom um, being married to his father that he ha he has no relationship with. Well, and he, he had yeah he had moved on to the third wife that he'd also brought. Yeah, home. Third, third wife. wife. Yes. yes, that's fairly common. <laughs> common. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So the mother raised basically raised him. So tell so keep the conversation going on that. I want to hear more. <laughs> <laughs> I have not she, read the book. Uh, Marshall has really digged into it. So, yes. tell, and, the, and your guests want to hear a little bit more about that. Well, his mother uh, worked really hard to keep the clothes clean and wash his uniform, school yeah. uniform every every day, and iron it and um, provide for food. His yeah, it was after a couple of years. Yeah, <laughs> so that's why he had to find work to earn enough money for a new uniform. Um, and. So when you say uniform, because he was fighting the war? Or? Oh, no, oh, it's, no, it's no, a school was, uniform when he was a school uniform. Okay, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, I lost you there for a minute. <laughs> so he grows up, he goes, he, he, he's in the military. No, he's not in the military. Not he yet. was a, a non-combatant. Yeah. He was never in the military. So he was he just... Was, a, he was a pastor. A pastor. Um, and when the war met him and his father, they were working in a store together, and rebels broke in and started shooting Oh my goodness! So that's that was his the first. He was he had been aware that war had started, but it had been his boss downplayed it, 
thinking, oh, it'll be fine. This will all blow over. And then they were kind of on the run or hiding or dodging mortar shells. For for how many years was that? It was uh, 13 years total. There was a gap in between where there wasn't actually war, but everything was in turmoil anyway. So what, so what happens as, the, as he gets through the war and he decides to start his ministry? Where, where do we go from there? He was assigned to, to move to a church in the city of Buchanan or one of the villages at the edge of Buchanan. And uh, they, it, they, they spend about six or eight weeks earning enough, selling things and earning enough money to, to make the trip because the denomination didn't have money for travel or expenses. So, so they, he has a denomination now? That, yeah, he's, he's an Assemblies of God pastor. Assembly of God's mm-hmm. man. So he, um, I just want to kind of hear, so he's fighting, the, the war is going on. He's creating his, his uh, church or mm-hmm. putting his church together. What is he, how is he getting involved with Bestway and ah. all this? How, how you, you brought the story to where, where, what happens as he goes along? How does he, how does he become the leader of the, of, and, and the pastor of the area? He's in a small, kind of obscure church, and uh, he wasn't making any money. To, the people didn't have anything to give, so there was very little salary for him. But over, the, over time, not too far from the end of the war, Andy Perkins, an American um, businessman, joined a group of pastors who were going over to teach local pastors. It was a pastor's conference. Daniel's uh, church hosted one of the, was going to host one of the Americans, and he got paired up with Andy. And Andy was very impressed with him because he was so intelligent and responsible and just forward-looking. Oh, yes. And, everything oh. he has been through. Mm-hmm. But I also... I want to ask some questions about you. Can oh, I do that? Sure. Oh, please. We need to hear more about her. I want to know where yes. that no small, the no small thing came along. I see, oh. I see that you are a mother. Uh-huh. You are a wife. You are already stated. Also, you're a graduate with a Bachelor of Art degree from University of Arlington. Yes. So what I wanted to hear more about your standards, mm-hmm. what led you into Wanted to because you said arts, but also you specialize in English. Mm-hmm. That's <coughs> your background. Yes. So, what made you feel? You know, what made you know that you are a true writer? That you mm-hmm. became. I mean, that you can really bring out someone's thought, someone's vision, someone who wants to share what they can, you know, to the world. <clears throat> By me reading this book, I learned you on a personal level of you. Oh, I tried to stay out of it. Okay, and that's, <laughs> and that's, what, I, that's what I want to hear more. I want to hear about Miss Jan C. Johnson. <laughs> so give me a little bit about your background and what made you pull yourself into writing mm. more in... What made you also know how good you are? Oh, well, I always loved to read. Okay. I learned to read kind of early. Yes, me. And I was just mulching through all the library books. And uh-huh. I thought, I'm going to run out of books. If everybody who likes to read would write a few books, yes. we wouldn't run out. That's right. So I thought I'd try to write. Yes. And no and how, idea. And how... Ten years 10. old. Okay. Yeah. So you discovered your a your gift. No, early. it was terrible. I wrote like okay. three sentences and it went nowhere. Okay. So I just I just said, okay. well, I'll just keep reading. You do better than books. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's wonderful because also you said that you're from the Midwest. Mm-hmm. So what is what area of Midwest are you from? We lived in um, several states. My dad was with the railroad. We moved a lot. Oh, he would get yeah. transferred we know about here. And that. There. I got brothers in the railroad. Okay, mm-hmm. go ahead. Uh, I started school. We lived in a little town called Nevada, Missouri. Oh, are you from? Are you from the Show Me State? Mm-hmm. I am too. Oh, nice. That's oh my God! You see, see what, this see, is what see, happens. You see? see, see. Oh my I gosh! Okay. Well, this you is see? why I have to find out. Because when she said Midwest, Miss Alexandra, uh-huh. I said Midwest. I'm from the Midwest. <laughs> I'm well, from Springfield. Oh, right. <laughs> nice. So, well, hello, my friend and yes. neighbor. Neighbors, yeah, my, and her brother people. is in, uh, Ernie Bedell is from Springfield, Missouri, too. Yeah, oh, cool. I mean, I don't know if you haven't heard the Bedell family. We're like the Jacksons. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're listening well, to Alexandra and Friends. Yes. We are at the Purple Cow branding studio in Farmer's Branch. And I see Ms. Marshall is having a ball because she just found out her author guest is from the same city or same uh, state where she's from. Mm -hmm. I tell you, Missouri. life is wonderful. Yes, it is. <laughs> Welcome back to Alexandra and Friends. Thank you. Oh, Ms. Marshall, keep this going on. Oh, Pretty yeah, soon you're going to be does. next door, next door neighbor. <laughs> I just thought when she said Midwest, and I was like, okay, Midwest, that's that's towards home. So, yeah. and when she said Missouri and Nevada and Missouri, mm -hmm. that's not too far. That's not too far from, from you, how far are you from from Joplin? So that's Joplin, Which is north Kansas of, City. About an hour north of Joplin. There you go. <laughs> I'm an hour away from Springfield's an hour away from Joplin. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I can't yeah. quite place it on my so map in long, my head. You, how long you been in Texas? We moved to Texas when I was in the first grade. Oh, oh so she's, a, she's yeah. a real Texan. Yeah. yeah. I didn't quite pick well, up that East Texas accent, though. Yeah. But we can't, well, yeah, but we can't forget about home. That's what my That's mother right. taught us. <laughs> That's right. I don't care how far you go, but you better make sure you mention home. Because <laughs> home is home. Okay. You know? oh, I have so. mentioned so That's I'm good. Right. That's right. <laughs> Something else you shared with me and Miss Alexandra when you came in, cause um, you wanted to share with us about a word you have for us, mm -hmm. and I didn't want to miss that before we stop. Ah. Um, can you share that word you wanted to share with us earlier yeah. on the podcast and to the listeners of oh, Alexandria? I'm absolutely, it was, it was really exciting for me. Mm -hmm. I was. Um, Going along, there's a little bit of a language barrier, even though Daniel speaks English I, and, and I speak English, we're not always speaking the same language. So it's a little hard to... Sounds like you're in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a little hard to communicate. And then I was trying to get all my details straight. And of course, the timeline wasn't always working out. I, I wasn't sure of the timeline. And I went and asked a friend of mine to pray over me. And she did. And on my way home from her house, this verse popped into my head. I knew it was in the Bible, but I didn't know where. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Oh my! And I thought, well, that's encouraging. And I went home and looked it up and found it in the uh, prophet Zechariah. And it's in uh, chapter six, uh, chapter four, verse six. And I got to thinking this. Uh, I looked it up and that that message from God was. He was telling Zechariah to tell a Jewish leader who was building the temple uh, that to encourage him. Encourage him. It's okay. So he said, the he was saying that the responsibility for success was not on Zerubbabel's shoulders, but on God's. Amen. Mm. So I Amen. went on verse seven. What are you, O great mountain? And I thought obstacles. I've got obstacles. Before Zerubbabel, you will become a plain. And he will bring forth the top stone, and I pictured me typing the end, with mm. shouts of grace, grace to it. And then verses 8 and 9 go on. The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this house, and his hands will finish it. And I thought, well, I laid the book's foundation by doing the interviews and the research. And So you were putting it all into your book. I was, yeah, I was applying, applying his situation yes. to mine. And then I read verse 10, and it said... For who has despised the day of small things? I uh, found the title of my book in an Old Testament isn't prophet. that absolutely? I just asked that question. I want to know how the No Small Thing book came mm -hmm. along. Well, the title came from Daniel but you would found tell me it. these hair-raising stories. And then he'd kind of shake his head and say, oh, it was no small thing. And it was such oh. a humble, understated way to sum up something that was really a big deal. And I just liked that and wanted to use it as the title. So when I ran across that same phrase in the Bible, I, you knew that was the right thing. I, yeah, I felt like that whole thing. I could just see God telling Zechariah, here's what to say and thinking, oh, Jan's going to appreciate this in a few millennia. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Isn't that wonderful? I hear our producer smiling and laughing over there and he's having a wonderful time because this is some of his subjects. Hello, Michael. How are you? <laughs> We have a, this is so amazing. So, you feel comfortable that this you did the right thing by writing this book? Yes, because I did. The prophecy comes right back to where That's you right. find it. That's right. You That's know? what it is. Yes. And that keeps coming back to me. I had a rather slow start. There was no big launch party when the book went live on Amazon. Okay. 
because partly because I'd been frantically trying to meet the deadline to get all the editing done and with limited success there's still some there were some bloopers in the original version they're fixed now. Oh, really? I think so. <laughs> but is that, that bloopers are good. You know, I do a lot of bloopers all the time. But you know <laughs> yes, what? It's that. amazing. It's it's a, the greatest thing. Oh, I see our 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 uh, producer has joined us. And, Hello. And let me tell you why. Yes. Because this man knows the story of Andy. Mm-hmm. And the whole family. And I think he's known Jan, Miss Jan, before. Oh, and they didn't yes. even know. Did y'all know? Y'all, y'all, y'all didn't know of about each other day. That you that you are the producer of Alexander yeah, Friends, I something like that, that, right? No, she didn't no, she part. didn't know that. Okay. And, and well, by the way, this is Michael Clark, our producer, the greatest producer ever. And I was walking around at church and didn't really connect her with the book either. So, oh my God! Yeah. Even though we we set up tables together at a youth event, and yeah. didn't, we didn't realize who each other was exactly. Right. I've seen her on and off for the past couple of years since we've been going to the same church, oh but, my and God. just didn't really connect things. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. that's how we that. learned from Andy that Michael brought Andy as our guest. And yes. that's mm-hmm. how we that's how oh, this conversation is sitting here. Switch that bird. That's switch that bird story. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That's incredible. Oh, he went around shell shocked for weeks. I, I would have been. <laughs> oh, oh, my. So, good. so this is this is how God brings people together. Yes. Look at this. So so and so Andy. Well, Michael knows Andy. And then here. She's calling me from the from a, some uh, some store she's at or something, telling me that she met the uh, Andy's friend. Who's why I'm going like, oh my god! I told Michael, and it was just right? like everything just kind of brought together. And I said, we got to have her on our show. Yeah, when she was telling me about meeting you in a completely separate situation, uh, I didn't set so that up. Yes, so so mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Gotta be. when she was standing there, I shared earlier, she was standing there, her books was right there at the table. I had already walked across several times. Mm-hmm. Until I, my can you believe that? Stopped there and she was like, Miss Shelley, can you button up my back, my uniform in the back? And I, when I button and I bend down, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just really like, oh my goodness, can you believe that? This is so, so good. I said, I have your book. So, Michael, how long have you been involved with this group and this organization? Yeah, oh, this is really good. This is from your church, correct? Yeah, well, uh, it's with my church. Yeah, I guess it's always been kind of with my church. So uh, I've known Andy and Candy pretty much my entire life. Oh, cool. So when they started Best Way, I, I knew about it, Okay. you know, in a tangential sort of way and mm-hmm. where they were like asking me for money to help support them. That kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, so yeah. Uh, so I've got the newsletters and stuff uh, about that, about Best Way since I guess since its inception, and uh, but I didn't know the history, the the background of how Andy got involved in it until he was our guest uh, a couple months ago. Hmm. Yeah. Yes, I was in July actually, and it was amazing to meet this man because I, you know, in my head it just. You switch at birth. You were looking, but it was so dynamic that mm-hmm. I know that Marcel would, and w- the show was fabulous because this man just let everything go through his heart and, mm-hmm. and come out. Oh. But I didn't realize that Michael knows, knows the whole family and and actually has been around them forever. Mm-hmm. You know, so now Candy should you you and Candy been friends for a long time, right? Uh, Candy and I have been frenemies for a long time. <laughs> Friend of Miss, I'm yeah. like, you see that? But see, my wife and and Candy are more more tight. together. But you, but you know yeah. the you know. So when when I told you that Jan Johnson was coming, well, you were kind of surprised because she set everything up. Once I figured out who Jan, this Jan Johnson is, then yes, I was I was kind of surprised. Well, I was yeah. surprised too when uh, Marshall calls me. Guess what? Just I just I couldn't the, breathe. <laughs> she I was, was just so, oh, my I, I was so author, oh my god, the oh author. Okay, so. I wanted to know about the time when Daniel got left behind. Ooh. Oh. The train pulled away the day before. Yes. And his family escaped the war, but he didn't. He was left behind with his, with wife, his wife and, and children. children. Yes. But his brother and his, his who, father, uncle or... His father and s- some more of the family. Extended I'm not really family. Sure. Um, they left the day before. Uh, Half brothers left the day so before. So it was some kind of miscommunication. Uh, no, actually, someone had one of some family member had um, sold 
the Mellish's tickets. Oh. And so that's where the envy comes left from. The le- left the that was the betrayal. They that's left right. the day betrayal. before they told him. How can somebody get your book? Where can they buy the book? So it's they can a, read that story of what betrayal within the same families, within the same friendship. Mm-hmm. What happens? It's uh, within, It's at Amazon, available on Amazon. And if you, there are several books with the same title, No Small Thing, mm-hmm. but look for the one with the green jungle on the cover. <laughs> oh, right. Interesting. And it is the uh, No Small Thing by Johnson and Mellish. Yes. So I'd like for everybody to read it. I don't want to tell the story because then you don't want to finish the end. But when he's left behind... Mm-hmm. Does that mean he was left behind with his family? Yes. Or did his family go to, no? Well, he was left behind with his, his, his the family that he, go, you go yeah, ahead. His wife and children were yeah. with him and they were at the railroad station. But his, somebody ex- came his along extended family left the day before. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. So he, that, that meant that he was stuck in Liberia for it's the rest of the war. For the rest of the war because there was no more trains. Mm-hmm. There were no more, no, no, no more, more passengers. They were trains. able going to, um, to America. To America. Right. That America, the U S had, offered passage for has he been here yeah he's visited here but after it was after i traveled there after you travel there mm-hmm. can you imagine just deciding one day you're gonna i've met him you've met him yeah mm-hmm. oh my gosh michael you yeah. didn't tell us that what <laughs> yeah i've met him a, a few times oh have you you know i'm involved with this ministry right well, I, I haven't know. been to liberia but every time that he's been here i've met him mm-hmm. yeah see, and that's why he's that's why his michael is the too, greatest right? producer yes, i met i met victoria too time. oh really yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Great people. She's so smart. Great She's people. Sweet. Oh my gosh. So what is your next plan for the next book? Are you going to continue this 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 you know go back and follow up or How many what? other stories are How over many there stories? In, in Liberia that you could write? I don't know. I, actually this is an anomaly for me. I normally write really goofy fiction. <laughs> And <laughs> goofy fiction, I love yeah. this. We got. I want to read that. I want to read the goofy fiction. Me like too. The laugh too. Oh yeah, I'm we sure when we need. That. Yeah, I, I see that you have yeah. you like uh, you love to make people laugh. Yes, I love that. Well, you I have a too. beautiful smile all the time. So <laughs> thank you. So yeah. tell us what what is your what's your next project? What are you doing? What is the next thing you want to do? Well, I have a humorous a humorous fiction series that I was working on, and I set it aside to do the biography. And that was, it was wonderful, and, and I was passionate about it, but it was heavy. And I'm looking forward to, I started revising and working back into my fiction for the moment. When you're saying fiction. It's a, a small town East Texas humor with a side of mystery. Ooh. See, I'm a, I love mystery books. That's my, uh, yeah, I just love mystery. I just like to see. You do? I, oh, I do. I love mystery. I didn't know mystery. that about you. Oh, yes. Ah. I love mystery books. What do, you, what, do you, what do you read? Like Agatha Christie? Yeah. And, and I love to go back to the old countries, you know, and look at the old, uh, one of the biggest things I love the German books, especially ah. during the Hitler areas. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. the mysteries of how did how somebody helps somebody to get to where oh, they're going, the mystery yes. of how mm. they got there. So I love mysteries. I've, but, got, uh, a, I've got a series for you then. Oh, uh, well, I got a series of books too. <laughs> okay. But but one of the biggest <laughs> things for me, for me sitting here today is, you know, I never had any, any intention. I didn't, I don't like writing. I like to talk <laughs> as you know that this was my thing, but to write something, to write a book, you have to put your heart Mm. your mm. life aside, mm. basically. Mm. How long did it take you to write this book? It was um, almost five years from when I met Daniel till I, I went live on Amazon. Marshall, how long did it take for you to write two your shortcuts years. shortcuts, two and, and, and practical and ways to survive marriage? Two, two and, and a half. <laughs> there were uh, no shortcuts, huh? When you're no shortcuts. Because <laughs> no you have to put, you have, I mean, writing a book, because I I know that, I, I don't have a lot of friends that have started writing memoirs and, you know, mm-hmm. and they have to put everything aside mm-hmm. to be they able do. to do this. Yeah. So uh, a lot I, of you focus. Know, yeah. You have yes. to stay focused. So basically, yes. were you working or were you in, did you work from away from home? I or? just worked at home on this. That was that, that was, was it. my occupation. So you were blessed to, to be able to do that. Yeah. How about you, Marshall? I was diagnosed with cancer. Oh, I have at that time. So I didn't know what the Lord had planned for me. So because I asked him what I'm going to do. I started sitting out at the table in the kitchen and I started getting up every morning because I had already um, resigned 
from my job mm. in 16. And I was forced to leave there. And so when I was diagnosed in 17, I just started just going to the table and started writing. And one day, about a month later, the Lord said, congratulations, this is your book. Isn't that mm. something? Mm. And what made you, I mean, this, this, to survive. And I see the word now you said you were diagnosed with cancer. Uh-huh. And she and survived. Survive survive. Yeah. It just survive. brought all this together. Because I like, I, I, I think things kind of, you know, survive. When I saw the small thing, you know, you, mm-hmm. you were talking about the Bible. So you were surviving not only cancer, mm-hmm. but you wanted to to survive above and beyond that and, and put it on words. That's right. Mm-hmm. I wanted to help other, you know, couples that, you know, um, you can you can make it. You can survive unexpected situations. Yes, you can. That comes to your marriage, mm-hmm. as long as you both have agreement to fight for it. Because one can't fight by itself. You have yeah. to fight together. And I think Michael bought was one of your first uh, per- persons that bought your book when he was in six when we were at six sixty. The answer. Thank you. I was Mike. so excited about that. Yes, I so feel like I, I I try to help. I feel like that I'll help the women more. So, so you both, mm-hmm. so you as writers, you taken your life and put it on hold to be able to do these things. You have to, be, as a, to some as extent, yes, because you have, you have to, to think and you have to put mm-hmm. it in, in in words. Now she went all the way to Liberia. How long were you there, by the way? We were in country about nine days. Nine days. Yes. So tell me, how did you find? You know, you're in a different world. Uh, mm. You're you're writing. A, you can't, you went to write. But how was the atmosphere, and how did they accept you and all this? Oh, the people are so gracious and wonderful, very, very welcoming. It was fun. Um, Andy had prepared us. We had some reading Andy to do. Andy is amazing. I oh, love yeah. that man. <laughs> he, we had read some about the culture, and had, uh, and we didn't expect to be comfortable, and we weren't disappointed. <laughs> it was it was really toasty during the day, and <clears throat> the. Uh, they, there was a generator at the headquarters where we were staying, so we had a fan until midnight when they turned off the generator. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we, we got along. It was just wonderful to be there. and Oh, I'm sure. To get, partake in the culture. In and, the culture. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. We got to meet some fascinating people. Yes. Do they have performing arts there? Because you know that's what. I, that's what she. Marshall is getting. Marshall is getting ready to go over I'll, there. Oh. I would love well. to bring. I would love to bring my arts and integration over there, dance, music, and theater over there, and, well, do you and know teach why? a musical real quick. For you know, take that nine days and mm-hmm. teach them kids a song, a dance, and do a, you know theater, and give y'all a thirty-minute show. My so God, I could do that in nine days. I know team. an orchestra there. There's a, a woman mm-hmm. moved over there to Liberia, mm-hmm. and she has um, founded a youth orchestra, mm-hmm. and wow. she's teaching kids to play violins and up to the cellos and bass. Wait, you need to connect them with Marshall. Yes, I'll yes. have to give you her information. Oh, absolutely! I would love to come over there and teach them some things that they they in naturally fact, have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did a concert in Buchanan. The youth orchestra came, mm-hmm. and. Uh, all the kids that are in the Best Way Feeding Program came from three different the three different areas, mm-hmm. and they all had on matching T-shirts, and they were all walking to this one place where the concert was going to be. Mm-hmm. Most of them and their parents had never seen a stringed instrument before. Wow. And awesome. the, the kids were so excited because then they realized, oh, this is our bunch of several hundred. Look, there's more kids that we didn't, they didn't That's even awesome. know. That, that they existed. <laughs> and, and what's so great about that, too, you can just turn on music. Mm-hmm. And if you watch them, they got the they got the beat automatic. You don't have to go one, two, three. They like, you don't have to do anything like that. All you have to do is come in with some choreography mm-hmm. of how they need to come in. And they will just take it to a whole new level. It's just a natural Oh, you're listening to Alexandra Friends. We are our studio is at the Purple Cow Branding in Farmers Branch. I want to thank Rob Bliss for giving me the opportunity to build this art studio here with him. I want to thank Marshall Johnson for being here today as our author and co-host. And I want to thank Miss Jan Johnson for taking her time to come and tell us all about. No small thing. And we're not going to tell you the story because we want you to go to Amazon, order the book. I believe it's $13.55 or something like that, but it doesn't matter what it is. Yes, right. (laughs)
buy it, yes. read it, and give it to somebody else. Yes. Because this is an amazing story. And ladies and gentlemen, the stories mean this is a real story. And you've got to get to know what other people go through to become yes. successful. Yes. And also you have to go and you having a little issue with your marriage, shortcuts and practical ways to survive marriage. Marshall is available anytime you need to talk to her. Yes. Or if yeah, you're thinking of getting married, also the taste of Torah. Yeah. Everybody needs to read about, if you live the five books of your Torah, you will survive and you will be successful and you will continue to go to better things. And I want to appreciate very much Michael Clark for taking his time to be our host, our, our producer, our host, and also guiding us all the way all yes. the time. Thank you, Michael. Thank yeah, you so well. very much. Oh, and wow. of course, uh, uh, the Old House Barbecue, who gave us the greatest opportunity after our left 660, the answer. Hey, everyone. This is Jose Gillian the owner of All House Barbecue, located in Louisville and Carrollton. You can find us at allhousebbq.com, and we are the proud sponsor of Alexandra and Friends. Come and see us. Thank you so very much. Welcome back. I want to thank our, our audience that's watching us on our Hello, stream line on Facebook. We appreciate it. We also would love to have some sponsors by some yes. of our uh, advertising because this, the kind of guests that you will get to see yes. are amazing, yes. talented, wonderful, and most of all, with a kind heart. And this is a very special day today to have this lady that traveled around the world to go write this amazing book, Ms. Jan Johnson. Is there anything you want to tell our audience today that if you were invited to come back again, what would you like them to know? Hmm. Well, I, there was a challenge in writing the book in that I felt like there were three tight ropes that I was trying to navigate. One, I wanted to, to be as factual as possible. But I, I didn't want, to, want it to read like a history textbook. I wanted it to read like a novel. And then uh, the, other, the next thing was I wanted to depict that African setting and make the reader feel like they were there. Oh, oh that, that's not very important. Thank with, you. By oh. using words that they wouldn't know. Yeah. So I tried to work the explanations in without mm. Excellent. waving Excellent. my hand and saying that right. means. And then I also wanted it to be uh, inspiring for a Christian, but also accessible to a skeptic. And I, one of my favorite compliments, a friend of ours, uh, who I assumed was Catholic, but is not, I gave him a, an advanced copy to read. And he said, he told me later, well, I'm not a man of faith. And when I read that Daniel was, I, I was captivated by Daniel, but when I read that he went to work with a missionary, I thought, oh no, he thought, I'm afraid he thought it was going to be a sermon, one long sermon. And he said, it wasn't like that at all. Any caring, open person would enjoy reading this story. So that was, a, that was, that warmed my heart. That is wonderful. Yes. Well, on the back of your book, there's a, um, a there's a, a, I guess, Paul Schrott. Schrott, yes. A PhD said there's, this is a compelling story, a compelling and inspiring look at a real family forged in the pover- poverty stricken and war torn nation of Liberia. Yes. I think that's how he put the words you brought them to, you brought it alive and so when you read this book you feel like you're there oh, and you, you feel the struggles of a lot of people are going in today's world mm-hmm. so basically this book you can put it in 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 in, in Israel in Gaza mm-hmm. and in uh, Russia people who are just stuck because with war going on with around wars them and they going don't around them know what and still in Liberia yeah. Because it's a continuation of life. Yeah. So what else? If you if you want to write another book, um, what is? And you're talking about humor. Do you go and visit the people and 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 ask them questions? What is? What are you doing with humor? With the humor? Oh, since I grew up there, I just took some of the situations and um, accent misunderstanding each other because of the Texas accent versus my Midwestern accent. And <laughs> oh yeah. Uh huh. Um, my hometown is a wonderful little place. It's a lot more interesting now than it was when I lived there as a bored teenager. But uh, it's, it's they just have a different way of looking at life. So I'm including that. <laughs> Marcelle does that. Okay, She's from that part of the country. Yeah. I already know. You have to explain. Population. How was the population when you was growing up? Oh, around 18 to 20,000. 
Okay, mm-hmm. we had 5,000. Ah, and they were all cool. called the Bedell family, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a wonderful day. This is Alexandra and Friends. Subscribe to our podcast on alexandraandfriends.com yes. or on our Facebook, Alexandra and Friends and Company. We do really would love to have you join us and advertise with us. We have an amazing studio. I want to thank Bill, uh, Rob um, Bliss, who is now Rob Bliss Wine, Rob Bliss Coffee, Rob Bliss Studio, <laughs> the Purple Cow yeah, Branding Studio, for meetings. his time to and, and his effort to sponsor yeah. us and for the beautiful studio that we're in. And I want to thank Michael Clark for taking his time to produce this show. Always. I know a lot of people think, gosh, it's a small thing, it's a podcast, but it's not. It's an amazing time. First of all, we share mm-hmm. our lives. And people, you know, how many times will people ask you, tell us what you did or how often can you tell a story? And we might not very big, but a lot of people will hear your story. Don't despise the day of small things. Oh, come on, (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I just love this. Well, Ms. Marshall, this is the week of uh, coming up. It's Thanksgiving. So what's going on to everyone? What is going on with you? What are you doing? I was just sharing earlier, um, my baby girl would be home, Miss Miss Zabretta, better known as Miss Z. My oldest daughter, Sharice, she turned my grandbaby, Austin, I'm going to have Thanksgiving away. And this is the first time they they not having Thanksgiving at the house. Oh, my goodness. And so, but you know, I have to accept that. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be it's going to be good. So I'm getting ready for the, the turkey's in. The turkey's in. Thank you, Greenberg. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Greenberg. How about you, Miss Jan? How are you? Oh, well, we're going to have uh, the, our sons and families at our house for Thanksgiving on Thursday, and then Friday we get to go to my mother-in-law's and see the rest of the family. Well, my thank you. Awesome. Well, it's been an honor and a pleasure to have yes. you here. Thank I you. hope we get to see you back on the next book. And please make sure that you let everybody know that all your friends sent out because. I think this book is going to be one of the big hitters. Oh, thank and I you. noticed good reviews on Amazon already. Yes. And we're going to be a lot doing, uh, I know Michael will be putting this on our website. So it'll be, you can send that website out to everybody. Our podcast will be ready by tomorrow. Oh, wonderful. So you'll be able to listen to it on alexanderandfriends.com. And we will be promoting because I, I know Marshall is going to, but I want to tell you, if you don't mind, I'd like to have a copy for Rob Bliss oh, for right, his yes. library because we will have now a, uh, a place where people can come and read books. Yes. And what an amazing time that we can have, have it signed by the, you know, for him, it's going to be so exciting to have all these authors sign their books Absolutely. and ha- leave them here. So an honor. thank you very much. I want to wish everybody a very happy Thanksgiving. happy Thanksgiving. It's a very difficult time in our lives right now, but God is good and uh, we will prevail. And uh, Michael, thank you so much for putting this show together for us. And this is our third year together. And I'm so excited. I can't wait for the 10th year. Mm. And we're looking forward to it. Thank you again. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. 2023 has been an amazing year. And I'm looking for 2024. Our next show will be December 6th. And we have an amazing guest. We'll be talking about soccer. Have a great evening. Happy Thanksgiving. Ms. Marshall. Thank you. Thank you.